Welcome back to the Morning State, episode 207. Uh, Hal is not here tonight. I think he's either playing hockey, the Bruins are on, I don't know, one way or the other. We do have Fink. Fink is in the building. He is our Dallas Stars guy. He runs Water Hockey, uh, and he, he's, he's a morale guy in the group chat. So, uh, Fink, how's everything going, buddy? I uh, appreciate the uh, the shout-out and the tummy sticks. Uh, it's great. Uh, I had a bit of a rough go this morning. Uh, got buckled last night. Uh, went to a, a Mavericks game. Uh, they got they oh, got no a, shit. Oh, full capacity. It was unbelievable. Uh, that's the loudest basketball game I've ever been to. It was loud for about five minutes, uh, and then the Clippers just went to work, and it got real quiet after that. But yeah, we uh, we bounced back. Uh, and like I, like you were saying, I'm just a locker room guy, just a big locker room guy here for morale. Nothing wrong with that, dude. I have a fourth line for life tattoo, fucking on the back of my leg. Still, probably one of my biggest regrets of all time. But like at the same time, it's. I am who I am. I can't pretend like I'm something I'm not. I mean, you can't hate it. No, you can't. Now, what what were we drinking on last night? What 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 was uh what were you funneling? Uh, we were so I I, I took a break from the sauce for about twenty days, mm-hmm. uh, and I jumped back in uh, feet first. Uh, <laughs> just I was just cranking whatever they were throwing my way. I mean, started off with Dos Equis and. Uh, real sad to report that the American Airlines Center in Dallas uh, no longer carries Coors Light, which is my go-to stadium beer. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I it's they all taste the same after like ten. So it was definitely a mix of uh, definitely a mix of Miller Lights. I'm sorry, not not even Miller Lights. They don't serve Miller Lights. It's just Bud Lights, Ziggenbach down here in Texas, and uh, Michelob Ultras. So, but once we got to the bar afterwards, that was my ultimate demise. Uh, shout out to uh, Old Crow. And their Jello shots because that's that's what did it. It was the sugars that got me real good. Oh yeah, that'll. I mean, that'll definitely end up doing that. And to be completely honest with you, dude, I know you're hurting right now. You probably wish that you were focused and energized, and that's what I can offer you guys here with Can I Boost? What a segue by me. Check out the screen. Can I Boost? Focus and energy. This is gonna be the third week in a row. And Hal made fun of me last time because I already had it pre-opened. Check this out. Look, it's not open at all. Right? Ready? Push down, turn, boom, boom, boom. Down the hatch. There we go. That was a little can I boost. Focus and energize. Use the promo code TMS25 at canibrands.com. You save 25% off your order. We love these guys. Um, also, in uncan I brand related news, uh, the smelling salt company has been sending us stuff, and BizDev's been bringing it to hockey. They put out a video that had half a million fucking views. I don't know if you saw that on TikTok. Yeah, I did. We're, like, we're... Tag morning skate and all that shit. So yeah. shout out to BizDev for getting in on that. Shout out to Can I Boost. Shout out to Smelling Salts. Shout out to everybody who, who supports the program. I appreciate you all equally. Actually, I appreciate Can I Brands probably a little bit more than anybody else. But That's fair. Yeah, I think it is fair. But uh, what we're going to do, this is going to be a second round playoff preview. <laughs> Even though we still have one series going on tonight. Maybe we'll get some live updates as this podcast goes on. But... Let's just kind of hop into it. We're going to do our NHL in the news once I find what video here to uh, click. Here it is. All right, and we're back. Actually, before we get into the playoffs, there are a couple things I wanted to bring up. The first one being Seth Jones has reportedly told Columbus that he doesn't plan on re-signing there. He's going to test the free agency market. Um, I feel like it's so weird because the, I feel like the people who want to stay in Columbus and like be with Columbus are just like super like, like Nick Felino's and Cam Atkinson's, 
But all like the superstars, the Seth Jones, Artemi Panarin's, uh, Bobrovsky, when he didn't forget how to play goalie, didn't really want to be there. And you and I kind of talked about this before the podcast. Like, I don't really know what to do in Columbus because they got rid of Torts, who I, who I think it was Columbus's identity more than anything else. Hardworking, in your face, eat shift, don't take your shift off. Now that's gone. Now you're losing some other big name guys. Here, uh, Luke DeBois wanted out. There was already some issues going on with Lining and Torts. Torts is gone, but we'll see what happens there. Now Seth Jones, one of your leaders, says he doesn't really want to come back. So, uh, what do you ha- what do you have on this? I think it's just indicative of what the, I, and I feel bad because I, I think Columbus is a halfway decent franchise. I think uh, the city needs hockey, um, especially you know the state itself, but. I think it's just showing that that franchise isn't just solid disarray. I mean, arguably, you look at Seth Jones, he is the face of that franchise. I mean, the guy's been around for, I, I, you know, how many years now? Uh, and like we were talking about before we started uh, started the show, you know, that insane game uh, with the, what was it, five overtimes in the bubble playoffs, he skated an entire game. Uh, real quick, I do have both games on right now. Boston just scored. They are up 1-0 with 17-22 left in the first. Uh, mm-hmm. We are still tied 0-0. It looks like the first period is coming to a close in, uh, in Toronto. Um, but, yeah, all, all, all tied up at zero there. But, yeah, I, I think it's really upsetting. Um, if I'm that, if I'm a fan of the, of the Blue Jackets and I'm, I'm a part of that fan base, I'm questioning how much longer that, that team is going to be in Columbus. I, I really think that there's a five- to ten-year window where if they don't show some kind of improvement and get someone, you know, I think uh, the biggest thing for them is going to be uh, if they can re-sign uh, Line A. And if Line A doesn't end up re-signing there, it's going to be a tough go in Columbus for for quite a while. Uh, so I don't know. I, I'm, I'm bummed out because I think that franchise definitely deserves better. Uh, but we'll have to kind of wait and see and, and figure out how that develops. Yeah, and and one other thing, uh, Stinger, their mascot, got put in an absolute body bag by Victor E. Green over the week. We posted a picture on Instagram, Twitter, all of them, of all like the mascots, Battle Royale, who would win. This is what Victor E. Green had to say. This is a Dallas Stars mascot. Green means go. Two of us are green, me and Stinger CBJ. One of us has an eye infection. That's a terrible distraction for anybody. Therefore, science and logic say I win. Why is this even a question? I love that. Victor, I, I, and I tweeted, I tweeted him after that. Victor wants all the smoke. He doesn't mm-hmm. care who comes his way. I think uh, some friends of mine, uh, the Slapshot Sweethearts, did a, uh, did a battle royale themselves, but they did like graphics and they had that, you know, Ooh. everyone versus everyone. Uh, and Victor got boosted. He got outed. And uh, I, think that, I think the devil ended up winning. Like the whole thing, which is insane to me, because Gritty is a psychopath. Yeah, and I feel definitely like, the wild card for sure. I, yeah, I'm I'm surprised Gritty didn't win on principle alone. But uh, yeah, Victor <laughs> wants all the smoke. I'm pretty. Didn't didn't Gritty like tackle a 13 year old kid? Like, wasn't that like a lawsuit yeah. against him? Yeah, like, yeah. This year, last year. I mean, he's 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 gone shrieking at like one of the outdoor games. He's come down from the rafters. He. He did a lot, like in the middle of the games, he was painting people like one of the French girls from the Titanic. I mean, Gritty does it all. I'm yeah. not a, I'm not a Flyers guy. I know Hank's our Flyers guy, and and I hope that he hears this. But uh, Gritty is everything that I need in a mascot and more. No, he he's he's absolutely incredible. And and one last thing before we kind of get on to the playoffs with so the IIHF uh, championships going on over there. Uh, I know that you wanted to bring something up to me. I just kind of I'm okay with it. Colin Blackwell has an A. That tells you anything, 
but uh, your boys for the stars are tearing it up. So what's yeah, yeah, uh, we've got Jason Robertson, who's just an assistant Apple machine. We might start calling him the Apple Orchard just because the dude hands them out like it's nobody's business. Um, and Jake Ottinger, aka Otter, I, he had one of the, uh, probably the save of the tournament. I would I would argue. Uh, and uh, a couple games ago, but yeah, beat uh, I believe Germany today two to zero, and Robertson had I, th I think the game winning goal. But it it's just promising. Both of those guys are are going to be pretty big contributors to the Stars for the next five to ten years, I would say. Um, you know, especially Ottinger being the successor to Ben Bishop once Bishop uh, hangs it up. Because let's be real, Bishop is I love him to death. I love having Ben Bishop in in Dallas, but. The guy is is ten ply. He's fragile. I mean, the dude's like mid thirties, and he's playing the most difficult position, arguably in all sports. Uh, and one quick thing too, I, I did write an article, and I'm, I got some blowback from Stars fans on this one. But Brian Boyle is playing in this tournament, showing that he still he still wants to play hockey, and he wants to play in the NHL. He was not in the season, or not was not in the league last season. Uh, but the guy still wants to play, and I think that's a big reason why he's playing in this tournament. Uh, and I think he'd be a perfect pit, perfect fit for the Stars uh, because, like we were talking about with uh, Terry Ryan, humble brag, uh, you're going to need guys like that on your team that can go up against your Tom Wilsons, your Ryan Reeves, who we'll touch on here in a little bit too. Uh, you you got to have that, not enforcer type, but you got to have a big body to, to defend your smaller guys. So we'll see how that pans out. I just think he's going to come into the league for a veteran minimum, and it's a low-risk, high-reward move for any franchise that signs Boyle. Yeah, I'm all aboard the Brian Boyle comeback tour. I hope he comes to New York. They've been kind of looking for, like what you said, I wouldn't consider him an enforcer, but he's definitely somebody where if something happens, like he won't shy away. He'll get right into the pile. He'll probably get his wheels blown off, but he'll go in there. Head first, feet first. Absolutely. And he's huge. Six, the guy's 6'7", 240, mm -hmm. and he's a center. That's wild. Like, that, that is not a prototypical center type body. Hang a mask, man. Hang a mask. Yeah. But we love, we love Boyle. But let's kind of hop into our playoff series. We're going to start with the Bruins and the Islanders. You said the Bruins are up one nothing right now. Game one was electric, I think you could say. It was one of the first games – it was the first game in like 400-something days that it was full capacity. Mm -hmm. uh, Brownie was there. Shout out to him. He was – I mean, the, the videos he was doing I thought were pretty fucking funny. They were he had, great. He had a great time, and it was a great game, man. I called Hal a couple times during intermissions, and like it's the Islanders, so it's hard. Like I was telling him, listen, I'd be happy if I'm the Bruins because you're out shooting them two to one, but I'd also be happy if I was the Islanders because it was a close game and like that's a great road game. Whether or not you're getting out shot, like going into the third period pretty close, like you take that. Uh, the Bruins were able to pull away. Poshnak had a, a hat trick. McAvoy had a fucking bomb from the point. Um, to me, I just thought that the Bruins kind of carried play pretty much the whole game, but then every once in a while the Islanders would come down. I thought Bavillier played a really, really, really good game. He was tough on the puck. Uh, Clutterbuck was hitting everything. I don't know if Smith ended up – I don't know if he dressed for tonight. But there were some things going on. Uh, yeah, that's kind, of, that's kind of what I had. They ended up winning 5-2 on an empty netter, Taylor Hall. And then I think it was Pajot came over and cross-checked him afterwards. I don't know, a little carryover hopefully to this game. But what do you have on this series so far? Um, I think it's interesting because Boston is just going off their experience. I mean, it's it's hard to root against the team. Not well. I know a lot of people don't like the bees. I'm actually I'm I'm partial to them. I love the way Marshawn plays. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, Pasternak <laughs> needs to be the face of this league. Write it, book it, make it make it happen. Uh, I even told I told in the the morning skate chat if if the bees go all the way and win it, I'm getting a I'm getting a Pasternak jersey. I, I just I have mm -hmm. to. Um, I think it's going to come down to 
if the Islanders goaltending can can stand pat, they've got their B guy in today. Um, obviously, giving up four goals in that last game was not. Uh, oh, they started Varlamov. Yeah, they okay. started Varlamov. They uh, because of I, I think it's early enough in the series where yeah, getting a two zero deficit is definitely not what you want. But it's early enough to where if he needs a game off, he can kind of readjust his mental and get back on the ice for game three and hopefully pump the brakes off of him and make it a, an interesting series. But Boston just has so much experience on that team. So They're much experience. Deep. We're so deep, dude. Like, yeah. So it, I, I don't I, I personally would be shocked if the Islanders pulled out a win in this series. Um, I, I think maybe five games we're looking at. I, I think Boston is just they, they just have too many things going for them right now. Uh, you know, Rask is coming off a forgettable postseason last year. And I'm sure he's got a chip on his shoulder being called out by the fans because he wanted to obviously take care of family. It's family first, uh, left the bubble and decided to do that. And I think people don't forget about that, but I think he doesn't forget either. And I think he's pissed. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder and he wants to show everybody, hey, you know, I'm still too fucking rask and I know what I'm doing. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how he does for the rest of the series. Boston is so hard on that guy for like no reason. Like he's such a good goaltender and he's been a goaltender for years and years and years. And like Haggerty always comes out with different uh, articles, pretty much just like ruining him in the media. And it, I don't know. It's nice to see you're, you're right. He probably came in with kind of a fuck you mentality. Let's win us mm -hmm. a cup. Uh, Patrice Bergeron. You can't talk about the Bruins without talking about that guy. That yep. guy was automatic at the dot. He did every little thing that you possibly could to win. Again, you have Marshan out there. Um, it's it, dude. It's just hard. Like the Islanders are my wild card team because they're so well coached. Mm -hmm. And I think like Pierre Maguire mentioned it. They're a team where no matter if they're winning or losing, they have the same mentality on the bench. They never really get rattled one way or the other. Yeah. And that's the type of team that you need to, to go along. I will say this. If they had Anders Lee in the lineup, that's a completely different team to me. I think Anders Lee, great player. It sucks that he's out. Mm -hmm. Paul and Zajac, I don't think have lived up to those trade deadline the way JP Baggio kind of has. So right. something to watch. I thought Palmieri was going to be a little bit more of a shit disturber, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what ends up happening, but I have the Bruins, but. And, and just real quick shout out to their social media. Whoever's making those videos that mm -hmm. makes you want to run through 25 layers of brick walls. Those things, those videos are phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it, we, I think we reposted it, but go back and watch it. They've got the newest one, you know, coming in for this series. They had uh, Tony Stark dubbed over talking about how the, the past and all this. It was just, it was so well done, so well put together. Uh, I love when you got, uh, when you've got good media coming out from these franchises. Speaking of good media, uh, shout out to our guy. Uh, he's been absolutely phenomenal, pumping out just the most amazing graphics. Ken's a man, dude. He's yeah. so fucking cool. Like I texted him today. We didn't even record it yet. And I knew what we were going to talk about. And the image that he has for this podcast, I think is one of the best ones he's made. Um, yep. couldn't, <coughs> but, couldn't, couldn't agree more. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go actually do. Let's just dive into it. The avalanche in the, in the nights, dude, game one, uh, seven to one win Colorado over Vegas. Uh, there was some, some serious shit going on. It started with a, uh, Ryan Graves hit on your boy, I forget his name. My, oh, wait, Matthias Janmark nailed it. Uh, uh, my Muppet guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were up 4 nothing when that hit occurred. A lot of people were pissed off that that hit occurred when that happened. To me, it's playoff hockey. I don't really care to stay on the throttle. I've never mm -hmm. been somebody to let off. And I know a lot of people don't like that, but you don't let off until the thing's over. 
Uh, and then it, all hell broke loose in the third period. Ryan Reeves came over after whistle, grabbed them by the hair, which was confirmed by the ref and by Reeves. Uh, I don't really even understand how Graves really got hurt. It looked weird. People were saying he got kneed in the head. There was all sorts of things going on. Reeves ended up getting a ton of penalty minutes. You told me before this, I didn't know he got suspended two games, which is very weird because it wasn't all that different from the Panarin thing. Although Panarin didn't mm-hmm. get seriously hurt. Uh, I know, I think it was Landeskog said, that's what Ryan Reeves does. They sent him out in the third period to hurt people. Um, there was there was just a whole lot of shit going on in that game. I think Pacioretty got into it because he, he hit Sam Gerrard. I, it mm-hmm. was, it, there was just a lot going on. To me, I think my thing is, I don't know if Vegas has it anymore. You look at Vegas playing Minnesota, they barely squeaked out of the Minnesota series, and they got fisted by Colorado. Seven to one in game one in the playoffs. Yeah. Great. And didn't Leonard start? That was like another thing that yeah, was very weird about yeah, all that. This. That was an interesting move. But again, I think it kind of goes back to like we were talking about with this, uh, you know, Bruins Islanders series. It's it's early in the series. Uh, Flower pay, played every game of that game, the, the seven game series. And you've got to even with, you know, they are professional athletes. They bounce back. They've got top tier technology uh, to, to, you know, help them recover. But at the end of the day, playing a goalie at seven games in a row in, 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 a, in playoff hockey is brutal on the body. <coughs> Uh, so it doesn't surprise me that Leonard went out there. It does surprise me how poorly he played. But again, that's on Vegas because they don't really play Leonard a lot. And it's interesting to see how few reps that he's been getting this season. I mean, don't get me wrong. Flower is probably arguably one of the best playoff goalies of all time. Uh, he's solid and his his resume shows it. So uh, I don't know. I, I don't see Colorado slowing down. Uh, defensively, they're, they're so solid. Cal McCarr is one of, if not the greatest skater in the NHL right now. The dude just makes it look like it's absolutely nothing. If you didn't know what hockey was and you saw Cal McCarr just skating around, you'd be like, oh, wow, like anybody can do that. And then, and then you and then you watch everybody else and you're like, no, nobody no. on planet Earth can do what he does. It's insane. It's, yeah, it's insane. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if Colorado takes this in four with that momentum. I, they're just – they're fast. McKinnon is playing <laughs> on another level right now. He's so way. fast, dude. He's the fastest man alive. It's like that super bad quote where he's like, <laughs> "The kid's a freak." The kid's a freak. <laughs> we need we need to have somebody like make a meme of that because that's literally what it is. He's a, yeah. he's so fast. Like Hague had no chance on that one where he just went wheeling around him. It looked like he was on a different like. It's like when you play video games and you turn the sliders all the way up, so you're like you're so much better than the computer. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what it looked like. I mean, the guy, yeah, he's creative player stats it's Mm -hmm. unreal how good he is it's and i think it says a lot too about you know people are already now talking about you know Connor mcdavid had a phenomenal (laughs) season but they got boosted in four games in the first round by the weenie peg jets and meanwhile mckinnon's you know in the second round again and it'll be interesting like my biggest thing with colorado is if they stay healthy i think they make a serious run for the cup Mm mm-hmm you know, and and you know, this is just going back to last season. Obviously, the Stars uh, got really lucky when they played against them. Uh, you know, they were severely hurt, and I don't think if the if the Avalanche were 100% healthy last year, I don't think the Stars go to the finals. I think the Avs do. So, um, you know, it's going to be an interesting series. I think the Reeves suspension is a joke, like we were talking about before we jumped on. I think uh, the player safety and George Peros, it, it's just. There's no consistency. 
Uh, there's no continuity. Uh, it's just, you know, we were talking about, it was essentially the same thing that Tom Wilson did. And all Tom Wilson did was get fined $5,000. I don't know. It's just frustrating. This league deserves better. Uh, the fact that your boys, the Rangers called them out and then got fined the $250,000. Like it, it's just laughable how, how poorly they conduct business when it comes to player safety. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. And here's a quick stat for you guys. Colorado's the 28th team post-expansion to open a series with a win by six or more goals. Of the t- previous 27 teams, all but three won their series. So, wow. it's working pretty good. Um, it, it, they're, they're too deep, just like everybody else. My only issue with Colorado would maybe be the goaltending, but... But it's you know, hard to score goals when Nathan McKinnon's out there and Kadri yeah. isn't even playing. Kadri's going to end up coming back here. I think he just on his second appeal. Uh, Vander Kane, I thought it was funny how he said they shouldn't suspend him. They should just make Ryan Reeves play all 20 minutes. Thought that was kind of that funny. That was good. I would, lo- I would actually enjoy seeing that. But, and, you know, it's funny because we were talking about uh, when we did that interview with Terry Ryan and how he said, you know, we all kind of agreed <laughs> that Tom Wilson is a kind of guy where, yeah, you hate him, but if you could, you'd have him on your team in a heartbeat. I don't feel the same way with Ryan Reeves. I don't think Ryan Reeves is as talented as Tom Wilson. I don't think he's as good of a player as Tom Wilson, but he's a magnificent shit stirrer. Uh, you know, he's on par with Tom Wilson, but I think it's interesting because I wouldn't want Ryan Reeves on my team. He's not an asset to me outside of being a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you know, that just goes back to me saying, I want Brian Boyle. You need a big body to defend <laughs> the smaller guys. So it'll be interesting to see this, the, the series, how it plays out. Uh, I think you're right. I think Vegas is on the decline. I think they're a playoff team, but they're not a Stanley Cup team. I think they had their best chance in their first season, and they just haven't been able to recreate that magic and make the run that they did in that first inaugural season around. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that works out, but they've got a great front office. There's a reason that they went to the Stanley Cup finals their first season. There's a reason that they're in the playoffs every season. Um, You know, It'll be interesting to see what happens with that franchise if they get booted in this second round. Yeah, it's... They're wagon, dude. They're going to be really, really mm-hmm. good. They're going to be hard to beat. Um, we're going to move on. Hurricanes, Lightning. Lightning t- ended up taking game one. I thought this game was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Uh, to me, this is just the battle of the two teams I probably hate the most in the entire league other than the Islanders and, like, the Devils. Um, so I could care less who ends up winning this. Tampa Bay ended up <coughs> winning 2-1. Carolina's a good hockey team, man. They're a fucking really good hockey team to me. I think again, the issue would be their goaltending, but exactly. Alex Ned Del, I'm not even pretend like I know how to say that. He and he didn't play a bad game, um, but when the other team has Braden Point, Steve Sankos, Nikita Kucherov, then you have guys like Blake Coleman and fucking Andre Palat, and then you have Hedman, McDonough, Sergachev, and then Yanni, the Yanni Gord. I mean, yeah, the, the list goes on. I I. Uh... I disagree with you in the fact that I actually, I, I appreciate the Canes uh, just because they booted Trashville. I hate Nashville. That's my, the, Nashville and probably Tampa Bay and the Blues are my top three most hated franchises. Uh, yes, they are all, I'm salty because they're all like, you know, direct rivals to the stars in a way. But uh, Tampa Bay specifically, and I don't know if you guys touched on this, but, uh, you know, I wrote another article. They forced a Florida Panthers fan in that last game to either leave their seats or take the Florida Panthers Jersey off. Um, it was really upsetting really stupid. Uh, you know, th- this whole hockey is for everyone thing. It really doesn't mean shit when you're telling someone that they can't sit in certain seats when they have yeah. the other team's Jersey on, it blows my mind 
to think that Florida Panther fans would be at a game in Tampa Bay, you know, seeing that they're interstate rivals and they're playing in a seven game series or a six game series in that case. But I don't know. It just showed like how shit even an organization they are from a people perspective. Uh, and then it showed it even more so when they said they're not going to do that anymore. So it's basically they admitted that they were assholes. Uh, so um, I think the series is going to get taken by Tampa, though. Honestly, Tampa is just such a they're just an absolute wagon. They've got the experience. They've got essentially the same team that they had when they won the cup last year. Same coach, same mentality. It's going to be really, really tough to beat Tampa Bay. Um, I think it's going to come down to Tampa and Colorado in that in that side. And I hope that Colorado takes it. Uh, but you know, we'll see. I just Tampa's just you, when you've got Vasilevsky in that, it, it's dumb. Like it, it's a yeah. cheat code. So he's good. Shout out to this guy, uh, Forking Sporks. Kane, social manager, 100% won a foot race in elementary school and still brags about it to this day. One of my favorite <laughs> tweets of this of the entire year. I loved every second of that. That's um, great. This is going to be a good series, though. I hope I hope it is. I hope that the Lightning don't just sweep them. I hope it's back and forth. It would be kind of cool to see that. Um, I hate the storm surge. I think it's played out, all that stupid shit. But um, good hockey. Two really good hockey teams. Yeah, I, I would. I would like to see. I would love to see Carolina squeeze out a couple wins and take them to Game Seven. Uh, but just based off experience, it's going to be really tough. So um, my heart wants Carolina. My head thinks Tampa. So we'll see how it plays out. All right, and then we have one last series. This is still a first round series, but Game Seven is tonight. This is Montreal, Toronto. Uh, the Habs ended up winning Game Six in overtime. A cock and yemi. Uh, he ended up scoring the game winning goal. I mean, there. This this is just peak Toronto Maple Leafs, man. Like, I just it's insane to me that this is happening, <clears throat> but at the same time, like hilarious. I I don't I don't know. And if I'm a Leafs fan, I'd be so scared because all Carey Price has to do is steal a game, and he's done it so many times in his career. Like that right now, I feel like the Canadians are kind of like the Rangers where they shouldn't be winning this, but they had Henrik Lundqvist in that all those years and Hank just stealing game after game. Like I've seen it done a billion fucking times. So I, I mean, I don't know. I think the last time you said it was zero, zero. Yeah. Uh, second period just went underway uh, about 30 seconds in still zero, zero. Uh, yeah. I, again, and this is, you know, it sounds like we're a broken record, but goaltending is everything in this series. And I think Kerry price is obviously the better goaltender. I think he's single-handedly kept them in this series for, um, a myriad of reasons. Uh, I think it, it's funny though, because we were all talking in the group chat, you know, game one when they scratched uh, Caulfield uh, and the, uh, Suzuki. Are they, I don't remember if they scratched Suzuki or not, but like the three young guys that they had and they scratched them all. Yeah, Romanov still hasn't even played. Yeah, it's interesting to me because I think like if they would have had those guys in game one, we might not be seeing a game seven right now. We might be seeing. Montreal advancing to the next round. So I want to say it was Kakanyemi, it was and Romanov. I think yep. were the three people scratch. Yep, you're right. That's who weird. it was. Very uh, weird. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of a kind of a silly move on Montreal, but obviously if they're in Game Seven and if they steal this, it, they're going to look brilliant in some some certain kind of ways. It just blows my mind that we're sitting here watching a Game Seven while the Jets swept the Edmonton Oilers and they're just hanging out. Yeah, they're just like. It, you, you know, just kicking back, having some beers, watching these games, getting mentally ready. It's wild to me that that happened. So, um, you know, we'll see how this plays out. I 
it's really hard. I want to see Montreal win just because I think that would be the parody behind it, the storylines, the fact that we would hear about it for the next 200 years. You'd have to. Yeah. And they were, it was fun too. It was funny too. They were comparing uh, Ken Dryden to Carey Price and their unflappable demeanor. And so you just look at Carey Price, the way that he reacted after that game six win, turned around, grabbed his water bottle, fist bumps with the boys off the ice, no celebration whatsoever. No emotion. The guy is just a stone cold killer. And this two, is his yeah. two, four, is four his, goals against nine thirty six eight percent. Unreal. Unreal. So well, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Um, I would feel terrible for Toronto if they lost. I mean, you've got Simmons, uh, you know, Joe Thornton, Spezza. You got a lot of these old guys that are just trying to get that cup. Like they just want it so badly. And, you know, I, I just don't don't know if Toronto's got it. I think that Tavar losing Tavares was a huge blow to their mental. Um, it muzzins out for this game as well. So you arguably one of your better defensemen for Toronto is not playing right now, but you know, it's, it's an interesting time. This it's playoff hockey. I love, I love the storylines around it. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how this goes and then we'll be reviewing uh, whoever wins this versus the jets. I lost it, but I'm pretty sure Mitch Marner has 12 penalty minutes in the playoffs, and there's six penalties, and every single penalty is over the glass delay a game. I, that's <laughs> that's insane. That's so wild. Oh, too much uh, skill. Too much skill. Not enough glass. Oh, uh, by the way, book it. Montreal up one zero. Just scored. Montreal's up one. Montreal just scored. Mitch Marner <laughs> on the ice. Negative one on the night so far. Uh, looks like Gallagher got the goal. Yeah. Love Gallagher. That I mean, dude. Oh my god, the Canadians beat the Maple Leafs. Holy the, shit! And yeah, the fact that the fact that Montreal's on the board <laughs> first is huge. Uh, that's got. Oh, that was nasty too. So it was a, uh, a poke check on Marner. Lost the puck. Gallagher picked it up, skated it right five hole. Just nasty. Oh boy, the world might end up burning in Toronto, man. Oh man, I just, oh, I, man. Absolutely fucking insane. But that's kind of what we have going on as of right now. The, the winner of this series ends up playing the Jets. It's been really high impact, super electric type hockey. Uh, there's some weird stuff going on with the Toronto thing. How, or yeah, that they couldn't have 500 first responders in, and now they just changed it where 500 first responders can go. Like ticket prices, I'm pretty sure two tickets in Montreal were like, I think it was $5,000. It's yep. insane. Those people love their hockey. I respect it, but it's it's been nuts. I mean, it's the parody, man. I love I love these storylines. But yeah, we'll see how the rest of this game plays out. Still 16 minutes left <laughs> in the second period. Plenty, plenty of time for the Leafs to uh redeem themselves, but it's gonna be it's gonna be an uphill battle now that they're they're having to, to come back. So we'll see that. Um, real quick update too. We were talking about Seth Jones uh earlier. Um but apparently there's a rumor going around that the Kings have emerged as the favorites in uh, a Seth Jones trade. Uh, the Kings have also been noted as a favorite in the imminent Jack Eichel trade. Uh, that's from uh, my friends, the Slapshot Sweethearts. They're always booking these breaking news things. So shout out to them for, uh, to, for posting that. So, uh, I mean, do we, see, do we see a resurgence of Kings hockey? I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while. I, I, I ever every first of the month I kind of go in and I find 60 different pictures and videos to like post on our social accounts and I get it done in one day. It's like super overwhelming, but I get it done. And I was kind of going through and like, they had all these Kings like winning cups and all this shit. I'm like, damn, they really haven't been that good in a while. So maybe, maybe now it's a time. I know Drew Doughty said that if nothing changes, he'd be pissed off. I feel like Drew Doughty's always pissed off. Yeah. But 
something to think about, man. And tell you what, wouldn't it be bad playing hockey in LA? It'd be kind of fun. I would yeah, think. for sure. I hate Drew Doughty, so I hope this doesn't happen because, I mean, there's a reason they call him Pouty Doughty. Literally, all he does is pow. <laughs> Pouty like, Doughty. Pouty Doughty. Oh, man. I, I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll end up seeing what's happening, but that's kind of the podcast. I, we can do a Hero and Zero segment, so let me pull that up real quick. Hey, fans. This is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. All right, I didn't tell you we were doing a Hero and Zero, so I'll go first, and if you can figure one off on the cuff, that'd be cool. 100%. Uh, my Hero of the Week goes to, I forget what his name is, he's a Rangers like uh, Twitter guy, and he put together a compilation of fucking Dominic Moore's goals when he was on the Rangers, and it was sick, dude. He had so many, I mean, he was such a good fourth liner for us. It was him, Dorsett, and Boyle. That's the last time the Rangers had a fourth line that had an identity. Don Moore's now doing fucking playoff hockey. Proud of him. We named the segment after him. So my hero of the week, again, goes to Don Moore. My zero of the week goes to myself. I got a guitar. I got a guitar for a couple of reasons. I've been drinking lots of beers out by like a bonfire. I'm like, okay, it'd be kind of cool if I learned how to strum. And I'm also talking to this one girl who thinks it'd be really hot. So there's, there's kind of like two things going into it. So I got this guitar, dude, and it's fucking sick. Like It's, it's a beauty. It's, I'll give it's you a that really line. nice guitar. And I thought I was going to be a rock star by like day three. <laughs> Dude, it is so fucking hard. Like it is so hard. Uh, shout out to, I think it was Jenkins who told me to learn how to play cruise just to piss you off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, That's I don't my, know. he's <laughs> my zero. He's my zero of the week for that reason. alone. Yeah. And, and, how, <laughs> and how was chirping me saying, I'm going to do all these social media posts of me and a guitar. I don't think anytime soon, bud. <laughs> like, this yeah. is hard. Uh, but yeah, that was my heroes and zeros of the week. What do you got? Uh, yeah, zero of the week, Jenkins for for bringing that up. Uh, zero of the of the year of the lifetime is Florida Georgia Line forever. Um, uh, for me, hero of the week is going to be my buddy Les Lancaster. Um, we're we're big fans of the ECHL Allen Americans down here in the DFW Metroplex. Um, just going to read off this stat because the the guys just having an unreal season. Um, the Allen Americans first off probably going to say all heroes of the week for me. They clinched the Kelly cup, uh, playoffs. So they're going to be, uh, they're going to be getting started here in the next couple weeks for that. Um, but Allen defenseman, Les Lancaster scored his 24th and 25th goals of the season last night. Uh, the last time an ECHL pure defenseman had more than 25 goals in a season was 1999 to 2000 when four time ECHL defenseman of the year and hall of famer. And I'm probably going to butcher this name, Chris Valachevich. Uh, from the Louisiana Ice Gators, book that name, scored 27 goals. Uh, Les Lancaster is Allen's all-time franchise leader in goals and points in a single season by a defenseman. Uh, his 25 goals has surpassed Allen's only other 20-goal scorer. Shout-out to Tyler Ludwig, uh, basically Dallas royalty down here, uh, who had 20 goals in his 2013-14 season. Uh, he has 60 points this season, surpassing Aaron Jens, who had 56 points as Allen's all-time leader in points by a defenseman in a single season. Uh, book this guy for the MVP. The guy's playing phenomenally. Uh, you know, it's going to be exciting to see what happens in his career. I know he's in his mid-20s, so I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, he might get an AHL contract or goes overseas. I mean, I know a lot of these guys, uh, you know, they respect the the leagues that they play for, but they know they also have to make a little bit of money. It's a business at the end of the day. Cash. Uh, it, so, I mean, you know, shout out to him. The the Allen Americans are doing some amazing things here in the DFW Metroplex. So uh, you'll probably be seeing some live tweets and some pictures from uh, 
their last two home games this next coming weekend and then into the playoffs next week. So those are the heroes of the week for me. But yeah, Zeros Jenkins, how dare you suggest uh, that song? I also have a co-hero, Preston, for saying fuck off Disco when Disco went nuts about, about the Ryan Reeves thing. I couldn't <laughs> believe that. I laughed really hard when I when I saw that. Disco, our Capitals guy, was didn't say much when Tom Wilson was being a scummy and then went off the rails when Ryan Reeves did something. So I thought that was kind of funny. But, yeah, group chat's going good. Hockey's going good. I'm pumped. Playoff hockey's on. Uh, there's two good games on. I'm definitely going to turn that on right now. But Fink, thank you for hopping on the pod, dude. I appreciate it. Um, plug your stuff. Where can people find you? Uh, first, thanks for having me on. Anytime I get the call, you know, I'm, I'm always here for it. Uh, you can find me at Laces Out Finkel on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the podcast at Wada Hockey. All social media accounts, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. We're a business now, baby. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the Facebook for all my senior citizen friends out here that you still use Facebook exclusively. Um, yeah, come on over, hang out, listen to some podcasts. We talk a lot of Texas hockey. We don't talk specifically stars uh, because they're not playing. So, yeah, we talk everything Texas hockey, and we'll probably branch to all the southern states. We're just trying to make it, you know, make it known that we have hockey down here too. Uh, but yeah, like you were saying, group chat's been amazing. I, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this in the atmosphere right now. I want to have like a why. I like I've talked about it in the chat. I want to gauge it. You know, all the morning skate fans. I want to do some kind of live like Stanley Cup watch uh, where we have just a bunch of us goons, basically. You know, like the barstool affiliates, how they have all their guys sitting on couches, but we have to do it remotely because you know, costs a lot to travel. And Jenkins is COVID, trapped in COVID, COVID, dude. Yeah, yeah Jenkins that's, is that's trapped in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much but hey guys thanks for tuning in. that's episode 207 of the morning skate we will talk to you guys next week